everyone. This is David. Welcome back behind the velvet robe. Let's just get right into it today because we are joined by pure royalty people, not just housewives royalty, but royalty or at least the first person that we've ever had with a title, the one and only Countess Luann Delaseps. Hello. <laughs> Hi, David. It's good to see you. Long time, Luann. Long time. No, way too long. I mean, well, on that note, let's just get right into that. You know, how are you doing? Because you're so used to, you know, before this, you were on the road selling out venues all across America. Like how much of an adjustment was that? Like going from being on the road, do you miss being in front of a live audience? Yes, I do. I love it so much. And um, well, you know, when uh, just before COVID happened, I was on tour and I finished up shows for Christmas and so January, February was like my time to like take it easy. And, um, and I was in Miami. I went to uh, LA with Victoria. We went on kind of a yoga retreat. And then I was in Miami and COVID hit. And so I got a longer break than I had anticipated, like everybody else, I guess. What is your plan when all of this is over? Like, I know you were like workshopping Mary F. Kill. Before this, are you still planning on rolling that no, out? No, Mary F. Kill has been killed. <laughs> it's um, over. It's over. So, um, so I have a new show coming out. Um, I'm very excited because I have a new director with the blessing of Ben, who I adore. And uh, so I have Richard J. Alexander uh, doing my new show, uh, which is going to be a Christmas show. So the rollout is, is the plan is uh, late November, December. Um, and I, I'm already, you know, booking shows across the country. So I'm so thrilled. I'm so excited. I've got Billy Stritch on board, who's my musical director. So I have the best team ever. So I'm really excited. It's going to be a totally new show. Um, it's holiday and I have a new Christmas song coming out. I cannot wait. Well, listen, is it going to be as good as Viva La Diva? Honey, it is so good. Uh, I have, you know, Bruce Roberts from California is my producer on that. And uh, he's produced major, major artists. Um, and so I'm thrilled to be working with somebody of that caliber. And it's, you know, it's an original Christmas song that we wrote. And, um, and you know, you might just see some of the housewives in it because there's a music video. I love it. Well, you know, Sonia was going to be part of Mary F. Kill. Is she going to have a part of this new Christmas show? Uh, well, it's a new Christmas song. song. And you might, yes, exactly. You might see her and shows, you know, uh, I'm going solo. Good for you. Season 13, Luann, how did we get here? I can't believe it. Yeah, 13 years now. And it's just like, you know, it's incredible, you know, that, you know, the fans enjoy the show so much. I'm grateful to be able to work, especially during covid um, you know, we filmed an entire season between, you know, uh, an election year, COVID, a pandemic, and Black Lives Matter. And so it was a really tumultuous um, time to film. And, you know, so I'm very proud that we, you know, we got through a season. And uh, I think that, you know, the fans will love seeing how we navigated, you know, during these difficult times. How, uh, how other than COVID is this season different? Like, how would you say it's different than all the others? Well, it just feels really different. You know, we have, you know, New York is a diverse city and we have our first black cast member. And so that's very exciting. Um, and, you know, Dorinda is, is gone this season and, you know, it just feels different, you know, 
course I miss Dorinda. I love Dorinda. Um, but it just it feels different. It, you know, listen, with what we've all been through, you know, it feels lighter and, you know, and it's a lot of fun and uh, there's a lot of laughs. Of course, there's always drama because when you put, you know, five women together, because we're only five. So, you know, you really had to be um, on your game. And, um, and, you know, when you put five women together, there's always going to be conflict. What can you tell us about Ebony? I mean, we're going to meet her soon. What can you tell yeah, us about her? You know, I, you know I've, I've seen her around socially and I don't know her. I didn't know her that well coming into the show. And, um, you know, she's a strong, tough girl. You know, she's a lawyer. Um, she's, um, she's, a, she's a powerhouse. And, you know, I love that about her because, you know, we're not an easy group to kind of, you know, merge into and she holds her own and I've really, our relationship, you know, has its moments and, uh, and then we kind of come full circle and I think the fans will enjoy watching that. What about you? You know, cause you're still standing, you're an OG. Like what do you attribute you still being here? You know, lots of coming on Luann. <laughs> well, I know. Well, listen, you know, I, I think the most important thing about being a housewife is that you know, I have a big life, you know, I have a career, I have a career in cabaret. I, you know, I have, um, you know, a family, uh, you know, I'm working right now on a non-alcoholic sparkling rosé. Um, so I'm super excited about that. Um, you know, I've got a lot of things going on, you know, uh, taking care of myself has been, you know, uh, has been keeping me very busy in, in terms of just, um, you know, getting through the pandemic and, uh, you know, keeping my, you know, my, myself centered and uh, working on my cabaret and, you know, working on this, uh, this new sparkling, which I'm super, super excited for, um, for that to come out. It'll be coming out in the fall uh, after the season airs. And you'll get to see me working on that during the course of the season. And so, you know, with the new Christmas song, that project going and, you know, taking care of myself and my family, you know, I've been busy and thank God, you know, and filming. So, you know, it's been a lot going on. And I think most importantly uh, to answer that is like, I think it's important that you have your own, you know, life. The, the housewives follows my life um, because, you know, you know, we're women that are out there working. And, um, and I, I think, you know, when the show becomes your life, that's the kiss of death. Totally. And what about, you know, speaking of a non-alcoholic rosé, which I'm so excited for, are we finally going to see the women leave you alone with your drinking this season? Yeah, totally. I mean, you know, the girls are very supportive of me and my sobriety. So, um, you know, and listen, I'm not perfect. I, you know, I talk about that the first episode that it's a struggle, especially during a pandemic when everybody's just like drinking away, you know? So, you know, I've had my moments, I have my slips, but I feel like every time that happens, you know, part of recovery is relapse. And so every time I get to another place where I just know, like, this is, you know, a slippery slope and, um, and you know, it's, um, I, you know, I can't drink the way I used to drink and it's accepting that and like um, acknowledging that and treating it um, in that way. And it's helped me to stay on the on the right path. That's good. I mean, yeah, I was just watching the Demi Lovato documentary and she said, I mean, she just made headlines like she's California sober. She said like she drinks and smokes marijuana, but doesn't do hard drugs. I yeah, mean, I think, I think that's a recipe for disaster, but that's what I thought. You do. 
What about what have been your highs and lows for the whole, you know, looking back at your career in Housewives, like what sticks out as one of your highs? I mean, listen, you've made eggs a la Francaise, you've fallen in bushes, <laughs> you've told people to be cool. <laughs> and, uh, and I've also said Louis Vuitton even makes mistakes, you know? Um, so, so I'm sorry, I don't understand the question. What, like, what sticks out to you as like your high from all the seasons or like one of your low points? Like when you look back um, you know, at your listen, I've had a lot of low points, you know, I've had a lot of high points, you know, uh, uh, you know, the day we got Aston is one of my high points. And now I lost my little baby just last week. So, you know, uh, I think that's what makes the show so successful is we're relatable. You know, we go through our stuff. I've been married and divorced on the show twice <laughs> and, yes. you know, and I'm a hopeless romantic three times the charm. I, you know, I never give up on on, you know, not finding the right person, but the right person coming into my life at the right time, because I think it's life is all about timing. And, um, and anyway, uh, where was I going with that? <laughs> sorry. As far as like, you've been, you've had highs and you've had lows. Right. And so, oh, sorry about, you know, the journey and, you know, and I think that's what makes the show relatable is that, you know, like this season, we can't go to the same places that we used to. We can't go to Mexico like we used to you know, and so we had to adjust like the whole world. And, you know, and so, you know, we've been, you know, through all of it and together. And I, this season is great because, you know, we had to spend more time in our homes because we couldn't go out as much. And I think, you know, it gets more personal because, you know, when you're in your personal space, I think that changes the dynamic. And um, so I think you'll see us you know, uh, connecting in a different way this season because of that and uh, being restricted in terms of what we can do and how we can travel. And so, you know, it, it's a different season. It's a different time. And, uh, and I think it's, you know, highly relatable as we were all going through the same thing. Yeah, sure. And I think to me, one thing that sticks out about Roni is, you know, you are all, to your point, you're single, like, you know, you just, you made headlines for Hamptons Trainer. Nah, yes. Well, you know, listen, uh, it was a pandemic, you know, it was started with a sizzle and then it kind of fizzled, but that's okay. I'm, you know, I'm busy working on myself and working on, you know, my shows and my, you know, uh, on the sparkling rosé and, and we're friends. And so it's, it's cool. It's not like all uncool. Well, and I know you said, you know, it comes at the right time. Would you ever consider being the bachelorette? <laughs> Well, listen, uh, God knows we need a bachelorette for divorced women. Uh, putting it out there, I already talked about this. Um, I would love to see a show like that, you know, where we work, we see love the second time around and, you know, talk about a pandemic. I mean, that's also a pandemic is, you know, single women out there in their 50s, you know, looking for love again. And with the, what we've been through and the isolation and online dating, and I just feel like there is a big need to reconnect people. I just figured, you know, the Bachelorette, you're in a castle, a house, you have 25 suitors. That's not a bad way to go, Luann. Hey, listen, I love a castle and, and somebody to do the homework for me and bring the guys to me. Amazing. Love it. What is, like, if you could pick anyone in Hollywood right now, like, out of all these actors, like, what is your type? Like, who sticks out to you as, like, huh? Bradley Cooper. <laughs> Put really? it out there, Bradley, you know. <laughs> Let's call Andy Cohen, uh, Bradley, and, you know. I could see that. I mean, he's taller. You're taller. That that would be a good match. Yeah. 
Well, speaking of ABC, I would take such good care of him. I really would. Really? Would yeah. you make him exile a in the morning? I'd make him exile a I would sing to him at night. Oh, yeah. I mean, Luann, come on. I'm, I'm going to start wanting to date you in about a minute. <laughs> what about, you know, speaking of ABC shows you made, you're always making headlines, Luann. You made headlines a few months ago with, you know, wanting to be on Dancing with the Stars. Well, you know, listen, it's the perfect fit for me, right? I mean, I would love nothing more than to learn some dance moves for my shows and uh, to get in, you know, to get in better shape because I'm in, you know, I've been, you know, really taking care of myself and getting in shape. Um, and, you know, and also I have that mashup. So I got to look good in a bikini, darling. Well, two things to that. First of all, a lot of people listen to this podcast. If Tyra is listening, what would you like to say to her? I would like to say that, you know, I would hope she's a girl's girl and, and I hope she, um, she doesn't exclude housewives because, you know, we're hardworking girls, um, just trying to, to, you know, to put our best foot forward and, um, and to, you know, show the world that, you know, we're, uh, we're powerful gals that, you know, want to learn and always, you know, be better and, you know, and learn how to dance. You would be such a great fit. (laughs) I need to talk to you guys about Apostrophe. It's a prescription skincare company for people that are ready to take their acne seriously. Now, here's the thing. You guys know prescription acne treatment really works, but it's hard to get. You have to take time off work, go see a doctor, sit in line at the pharmacy and wait for your medications. Not anymore. Apostrophe makes it easy to see a board-certified dermatologist online. You get treated immediately and your medications are delivered to your home. All you have to do is fill out their online questionnaire about your skin concerns and medical history. Then you snap a few selfies, how fun is that, and your dermatologist will get back to you with a customized treatment plan tailored just for you. It treats acne, but Apostrophe does a lot more than just that. They also can help you with your other skincare goals, like reducing redness, wrinkles, and even dark spots. I filled out the survey. Of course, my I was concerned with wrinkles, so that's why I went on. Filled out the survey. Literally, somebody got in touch with me so quickly. The medicine arrived right to my front door. I've already started using it. It's just as simple as that, and you don't even have to leave your home. Listen, you get $15 off your first visit with a board-certified dermatologist at apostrophe.com slash velvet. So go to apostrophe.com slash velvet and use the code velvet. This code is only available to all of you who are listening to this podcast. So to get started, just go to apostrophe.com slash velvet and click begin visit. Then use the code velvet at sign up and you get $15 off your dermatology visit. That's apostrophe.com slash velvet. Use the code velvet to get your dermatology visit for $15 off. It really is so easy. I'm so glad I found apostrophe. It's for acne, it's for wrinkles, it's for dark spots, really any of your skincare goals. That's apostrophe.com slash velvet. Use the code velvet at checkout and you get $15 off. The wait is over. That's right. Season five of the Kardashians is here. Just when you thought life couldn't get any faster, they're punching it into overdrive. 
Chris, Courtney, Kim, Chloe, Kendall, and Kylie are back and continue to defy expectations in all their endeavors. So get ready to go behind the glitz and glamour of the most iconic family on television. The all-new season of The Kardashians premieres May 23rd, streaming on Hulu. And speaking of looking good in a bikini, Claycation, your picture almost broke the internet. Like, so let's just, it's, it was all gold, topless, right? Like that picture. Oh. It was Claycation. Hot. Oh my God. I, um, I, you know, I was in, uh, in Tulum in Mexico and I loved it so much. And one of the first things I did was do the clay body mask. And, you know, you literally put the clay on and then you bake in the sun um, and I have to put the, 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 the opposite side because I have a great shot of my derriere. So I've got to put that up actually. Um, but yeah. you know, it was, uh, I was at a yoga retreat, so it was all about clay mask and, you know, sweat lodges and yoga and meditation. And I love that stuff, you know, as you know, uh, as I'm on this journey, you know, my spiritual side is really very important to me. And keeping that connection to, um, to our higher power, which is, you know, our gut instinct. And if you have it, you might as well flaunt it. (laughs) Might as well flaunt it. Why not? Would you ever, if it was done tastefully, Dolly Parton just came out and said that she would do Playboy. Would you You ever? You know what? It's so funny because, um, because, you know, it's something, it's like, I would, I would do it a hundred percent. You know, if they would say, you know, we're going to do a Housewives this year, I would totally sign up for that. As long as it's done tastefully and elegantly, of course. You are the countess. Because I mean, money can't buy you class, but it can buy you Playboy. It could buy you a lot of things. <laughs> I, I think you would be great at that. Mm-hmm. I'm going to write that down. I'm going to call my agent right now, Playboy. Listen, Luann, <laughs> I... I I'm just here to help. I'm just here to help. So <laughs> I love it. You don't even have to send me a percentage. Just, you know, send, <laughs> send me a signed copy when that comes out. What about, you know, we've had so many people come and go. Like I said, we can leave Bethany out of this because apparently she's made statements that she doesn't want to come back. If you were going to bring anyone back from the past out of all your, I mean, we have Tinsley. Yeah. Um, I'd love to see Tinsley come back, you know look, you know, we all have to be on the journey that we're on. And, uh, and, you know, I think, you know, God knows I've had, you know, my issues with men. It's always about a man. If it's not a pirate, it's another marriage or so, you know, uh, it's about the rebound. It's about picking yourself up when, you know, when things happen to you that are not always, you know, positive. Would Tinsley be your first choice though out of everyone? Oh, gosh. Uh, well, listen, I'd love to see Tinsley come back. I'd love to see Aviva come back. And I'm you know, always happy to see Jill Zarin. Aviva, every time someone asks me, I think Aviva, she's my choice. Who throws, right? who throws a leg at Le Cirque and has that be your final swan song? Right, and she's beautiful and she's married. <laughs> She'd be the only one that'd be married on the show. <laughs> and, yes, and I know there's like a lot of talk of her not wanting to go on cast trips. Well, Aviva is the perfect fit for a COVID world. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> try to work your magic with Auntie Cone on that one. Yeah, right. What else? Um, how are how are Victoria and Noel doing? Oh my God, they're great. I mean, I'm I'm so lucky. They're really good kids. They're, you know, they live in their 
art bubble. You know, they're both artists. And have you seen Noel's Instagram? I've seen, I haven't seen it recently, but I've seen it. His work is, yes. His, his work is off the hook. My daughter is actually writing a fantasy novel right now. And, um, and she draws all the characters and it's amazing. It's like Harry Potter on, on, you know, on speed. It's, it's really cool what she's doing. And so my kids are creative. They're good at being on their own and I'm blessed because they don't need, you know, they love their family. They don't need a lot of people. They have their good friends and uh, they're not party kids, you know, so I'm just, I'm thrilled to have kids that are down to earth and, you know, who are not seeking fame, really. That's a key thing, because we mm-hmm. all know how that works. Right. What about, you know, I ask you who you would want back. Who do you think they might have made, you know, just like a little off center where I don't know how this person got cast? Um, New York. We've had lots of seasons. Um, gosh, I don't want to throw any names out there, darling. You know how that goes. That's why I'm around for 13 years. <laughs> This is true. <laughs> this is true. We'll keep it all positive. Yeah. What about, because I always hear like certain, you know, there's a lot of New York celeb names. Like these are the names that I always hear. Who do you think would be the best fit out of these? Okay. Let's, okay. Let's do multiple choice. I love it. Christy Brinkley, Vanessa Williams, Candace mm-hmm. Bushnell, Sex in the City, Kara Sedgwick, or believe it or not, I mean, I don't think she's an option now, but I've heard Melania Trump. Well, I mean, I'd love to see Candace because Candace is a friend of mine and she's fabulous. Um, Vanessa Williams would be cool. She's lovely, by the way. I've met her before and she's lovely and gorgeous and smart. Um, and what about Wonder Woman? What about Linda Carter? Wouldn't she be great? But she lives in New York. I didn't even know she lived in New York. She would yeah. be great too. Mm-hmm. Linda Carter would be great. Wouldn't well, she? <laughs> You've also been announced as the first official cast member of, I don't know, Housewives Crossover House, um, All-Stars House, whatever you want to call it. What can you tell us about that? I, you know, I'm super excited to get to know the women from the other franchises. I, you know, I know them, but I don't know them. I haven't been on vacation with them. So it's going to be interesting to travel and with them and get to know them better and, um, and yeah, I'm, you know, I'm excited about it. It's going to be fun. You know, of course, there's going to be drama with all those personalities thrown in. Uh, but I kind of like that part, which is, um, I love to see how people navigate, you know, and how they, how they, you know, behave around other people. And, you know, I think it comes from growing up in a big family. You know, I, had six, I have six brothers and sisters. So God knows, I always say that uh, my family prepared me for housewives. That's true. Six brothers and sisters. Yeah. Is there anyone in the house you think is going to be the most drama filled? You know, I don't know. Maybe like Teresa, maybe Kenya. <laughs> Those would have been my choices. <laughs> I mean, if Ramona gets in a fight with Teresa or Kenya, how I is that? I can't wait. I can't wait. <laughs> You're just going to sit back and eat that popcorn. I'm going to drink my, you know, sparkling, you know, rosé. <laughs> well, how do you, cause you know, so much of the show is now offline on social media and like, you know, every 
housewife thing. There's these huge, like just battles off seas, you know, on you really, I always say this when I talk about things on this show, like you are one of the examples of, you know, you show up, you do your job, you're part of housewives, but like, there's no extra money for like taking it to the grave or taking it to bed on Twitter. Taking it to the next level. Yeah. yeah. I I don't get involved in that. I, you know, I feel like social media can be great, but the downside of that is people, you know, attack each other from their computers. And I think that's, that's just, it's not my, it's not my vibe. You handle it well. I mean, I, I don't understand why people go that route. You know, and, and you see Carol Radsville makes negative comments about Bravo and me. And I don't even engage because she's not worth my energy. That's really smart. You just, I think other people should take. <laughs> yeah, it's, you know. It takes energy and it gives you negative energy to get involved in negative conversations. We've been through enough negative in life right now. And that's not where my head is. I love it. What about, you know, speaking of Ramona this season, are we going to see any, I mean, how is my friend Ramona and are we going to see any glimpse of personal growth in Ramona? Like, is is there any (laughs) self-awareness that we're going to see? Well, you know, listen, uh, there's personal growth in terms of our relationship and that you're going to see because, you know, Ramona has warmed up to me because in the past she hasn't been nice to me, you know? So, um, so you're going to see our relationship, you know, I moved to the Upper East Side and now she's all happy about that. And, you know, and, you know, and I lived on the Upper East Side, you know, I had my townhouse for years, you know, it's not that I never lived on the Upper East Side, but she's loving the fact that I'm around the corner And, um, so, you know, you'll see her shift in that respect in terms of our relationship getting better and closer. Um, and you know, but you gotta love Ramona because she can't help but put her foot in it. And she's authentic, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, I'll take authentic any day, no matter who you are, you know, uh, I like to deal with real people and, you know, you know, you gotta love her for who she is. At least you know what you get with her, where some of the others are nice to your face. That's right. I agree. I've seen it. What is, after all these years, something we don't know about you that we would just be shocked to find out about the Countess? Shocked to find out about me. Um, (laughs) That I like to clean. (laughs) I like to do laundry. I like to iron. (laughs) I put it on social media the other day. I was ironing. Um, I just find it... You know, with COVID and everything, you know, you couldn't have anybody come over and et cetera. And I just, you know, I got very like, I'm a home, I like to be in my home. I'm a tourist. I mean, I love my home. I love my friends. Um, and this is, oh, this is how I started my cabaret. This is something that people don't know is that a very good friend of mine said to me, Luann, you love to sing to your friends. You love to tell jokes because my friends know I love to tell jokes and you love to entertain you're a cabaret queen. And I was like, really, you think so? And, and so he, you know, that's how I met Ben. He introduced me to Ben and I started writing with Ben, my cabaret show. And this is how the cabaret was really born for my, you know, cause when you come to my show and you've been to so many of my shows and I so love you for that because you've been so supportive of me and my career. Um, you saw me take a nosedive and then you saw me rise like a Phoenix on the stage and you were always there cheering for me. And I love you for that so much. Thank um, you. No, really. And uh, I'll never forget that. And, you know, um, you know to, to have that kind of support, it means everything to me. 
And so uh, where was I? I, I, I lost my train. About how you started your cabaret. Oh, right. So, so, you know, the reason why I started that cabaret is because this is what I do love to do. I love to be at home. I love to have my friends over. I love to make dinner. I love to cook. I love to garden. I have my flower garden. You know, that's a part of me that most people don't get to see because, you know, um, you know, we, we tend to like to see the drama, but, but I'm really kind of somebody who enjoys being at home and taking care of my house and even ironing. And doing wash. Yeah. Well, yes, you know, thank you. That's very kind of you to say to me. And, you know, listen, two things, and then I'll ask you my last question. Everyone always asks me because I know all the housewives, blah, blah, blah. Everyone always asks me, like, about you. And I literally, you are completely a class act. Before this podcast was a big thing, back when I was a stranger coming to your show. So I really appreciate that. I tell everyone you are literally really what you see is what you get and you are a genuine nice person. And I don't say that about all of your colleagues, <laughs> especially you, your New York colleagues. <laughs> Thank you, sweetheart. No, it's, and I can't believe I'm congratulations on the podcast. It's so great. I mean, it's awesome what you've been able to build. It's wonderful. And that Happy too is COVID. Proud like, of you. I'm proud of you. Thank you. It's, it's come a long way. Yeah. It's amazing. What can we expect next from you in life? You know, look, I, um, I just want to continue, you know, on my cabaret tour, you know, that's something that I can do. I just can't, I just went to the, uh, I was in Florida. So I went to Boca and I saw Marilyn May perform. Wow. 93. It was her 93rd birthday. And actually Mo Rocco was there from CBS. They were doing a story on her and I was in the graces of the most incredible people from radio to cabaret stars, to directors, uh, Richard J. Alexander, to, you know, incredible people celebrating, you know, with Billy Stritch, um, uh, Marilyn May's 93rd birthday. And there she is killing it on stage. That's who I want to be. I want to be able to perform, you know, uh, beyond Housewives because this is my true joy and thing thing that makes me happy. And uh, so I'm blessed that I found through the housewives, because I kind of did. I found a cabaret career through the show and I'm forever grateful for that. And as we wrap up, I say this all the time too, that's really the key is to find something. I mean, can this go on forever? Why not? Oh, you the housewives. Oh, the cabaret, oh. yes. Yeah, can the housewives go on forever? I don't know. I mean, I think everything has, you know, it has to have an end, a beginning and an end. and. You know, I just don't see an end in sight. Do you? No. <laughs> so I'll be with Ramona in the park with canes and walkers. I mean. <laughs> People will be watching that. And final question. If you could go back now, season one, Luann. Yeah. Baby Countess, what advice would you give to yourself? Season one. Don't back? take yourself so seriously. Well, you don't. And I think we've no, seen I that don't. metamorphosis. Yeah. Yeah. And that's when it all. It's came. true. It's true. You know, um, yeah, it's true. You know, life is, uh, has a way of, you know, if you're lucky, humbling yourself and like looking back and going, wow, you know, uh, I really have changed and I have grown and, uh, and, and, you know, I'm, uh, I'm grateful that, and I always say this, I have like a living photo album of my life uh, on, on, you know, on film and, you know, even my old home in the Hamptons and my dog and when the kids were small. You know, listen, I have home movies, but 
it's kind of fun to watch it as a produced television show. And, uh, and I wouldn't change a thing. Luann, I really, really appreciate this. Thank you so much. Everyone, it's back. Roni season 13. It's here. We're going to be watching you all season. Everyone needs to follow you online. Sorry about Aston. And Thank you, sweetheart. Keep in touch. You know I'll be at the next round of shows. Yeah, you, yeah it's going to be awesome. Thank you, David. Thank you. Mwah. Thank you. Have a good day. Thank you. Have a good day. Bye, sweetheart. Bye. See you soon, I hope. Love you. Bye. Love you too, honey. Thanks for listening to yet another episode of Behind the Velvet Rope. Because without you listeners, I would just be a crazy person with voices in my head. And if you like what you hear, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe on Apple Podcasts under Behind the Velvet Rope. And when you're done subscribing, feel free to leave a five-star write-up review because the write-up reviews actually count. We read each and every one of them. We post the best ones and the reviews really help our shows keep going. And we really appreciate everything you guys say, especially the positive ones. And if you want to find us online, we're at Behind Velvet Rope on Instagram. We are at David Yontef on Instagram. We're behind the Velvet Rope on Apple Podcasts. Or head on over to Patreon because you know what? There are just some things we can't talk about here. So for our bonus episodes, go to Patreon and type in Behind the Velvet Rope. And if you still aren't sick of me and you want more David, go to Cameo and book me on Cameo. And you can ask me anything there. I'll answer whatever you want. And I have a bargain basement price of $10. Thank you guys. See you soon.